0: Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Bubbo Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. In tonight's match versus Austin FC, I expect our club, Houston Dynamo, to come out hard, come out fast, and penetrate Stuver over and over and over until he falls to his knees and begs us to stop, please with us to cease the penetrations. But we can't, we won't, and we don't stop. Unfortunately, that joke went the other way. On Saturday night, and Austin FC penetrated Steve Clark over and over and over until he fell to his knees, and uh, they did not cease the penetrating. So that joke was... Holy wow, wa- holy shit, that one did quite well. That's just on my end, just on my end. 17,000 views, 715 engagements, just on my end. That doesn't, ca- I can't see what happened to those that retweeted and all that shit, or quoted, or copied and pasted. I don't, I have no idea. But what I do know is a very, very small group of you, because I've seen it posted like four or five times, right? And then they got a couple likes. So we'll call it oh, we'll call it we'll call it fifteen to twenty people out of seven hundred and fifteen. Took that as a rape joke. Hmm. You need to see a fucking doctor. Because in my mind, Brad Stuver is on his knees crying as we score goals over and over. That's the the, the comedy in this one. If you think that if in your mind Brad Stuver was face down with his ass up in the air, and members of the Dynamo were taking turns penetrating his anus. That is not what the joke was about. That that is rape, unless he unless Brad was like, "Come on, guys," that if he wasn't right, he said he's like, "Stop, stop. That is rape, and that's that's bad, and uh, that's not what the joke was about." But I watch people, Dynamo supporters, post things like, "To be fair, to be honest, like." interacting with these people that just twist whatever they twist everything go look at their profiles that's where y'all fucked up before talking to them go click on their social media and just look it's one angry shout after another you'll see socialist stuff Marxist stuff Joe Rogan for sure I don't even know why you guys are off of Joe Rogan he said the n-word like I don't know how many times I made a joke about us scoring goals, and you guys flip the fuck out and move on from him, but thanks for making me feel important. <clears throat> but yeah, there's some sick little weird people out there that think a joke that that text is <laughs> translated into us raping their goaltender uh, in Houston. On the pitch, in front of all those hundreds of fans that showed up Saturday night in the biting cold. Don't talk to those people. Don't entertain those people. Don't, don't even... Ugh, don't interact with them, man. This is all they do. They're angry, weird little fuckers that just twist everything and they have to find something to get mad about because their life is really insignificant. Like it truly is. They have nothing going on for them, so they have to look at other people and see, how can I tear them down? Because that's what it is. They scream for attention, which coming from me is ironic. I you know do the podcast and I say dumb shit on the internet. But these people want to get attention by tearing someone else apart. And that's fucked up. Like, you don't do that. If I'd have said the N-word, if you had a two-minute compilation of me saying the N-word, out of context, like, dozens of times, I could see you being mad. But you Austin fans are fucking soft. Soft, tight-jeaned fucking weirdos, man, for real, that celebrate the preseason like it's the World Cup. I mean, it's quite ridiculous. And you can say, we're excited about our team. You are? You guys have had the worst offseason in Texas. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's the truth. You ain't won nothing. Your ownership charges you an arm and a leg for tickets. And your fucking stadium is basically in it. So, whatever, man. Next up, Reddit critics, again, Just real quick. You know, there's a couple people that like to... They bash anybody. They will just be negative to whoever creates shit. They do. I see you guys do it to people on Reddit, Twitter, Discord, all the time. You always have to be the devil's advocate. I don't get it. You don't do anything or create anything. Um, The few of you that do this, most people don't agree with you, right? Like uh, the championship video that I made got a couple couple of people rubbed the wrong way that were Dynamo fans. And it's like, dude, make your own. Like, I can't read your mind. I don't know what one person out of, fuck, I don't know. There's like, it's over 3,000 people that have watched it. So the two of you that are like, you should have done it this way. Take my construction criticism. I don't understand what you write, number one. And number two, the analytics don't lie. And uh, people don't really agree with you. So, All right. Fuck Austin. We're moving on from them. Dallas is the next target. I will say this, though. Uh, there's a couple Dynamo fans that are upset that I built up this preseason match. Why? Why are you upset that I'm building up a rivalry with Austin? Do you not see that they will pass FC Dallas by? Do you not see that? Do you think that FC Dallas is gonna is the top team? They're not. We are. We are the top team in Texas. We are the only team to win the league. We did it twice. We've been to four Western Conference. We've won the Western Conference four times. We've won two League Cups. We've won an Open Championship. We were a Super League, a runner-up before. We don't... We are the best team in Texas, but if you can't see that Austin is going to be competitive, then you're daft. You are naive and narrow-minded. Look at how they celebrate fucking preseason games, dude. They, there's... They're into it. But they don't have anything else to be into. They don't have a professional football team. They don't have a professional... but They don't have anything. They have UT. They have horrible traffic. And then they have the Round Rock Express. They don't have anything. I mean, they're, they're our little emaciated stepbrother. That's all they are. We have the better schools. We have fucking better everything. All right? But if you're getting mad... And you gave Austin relevance... They're an MLS club with a brand new stadium that sells out. They're relevant. So fucking get on board or or get left behind. FC Dallas have never had the fan support Austin has. Never. Never. Not in their inaugural season. Never. We did. Austin, we were a lot like you when we first came here. We sold out. We set MLS attendance records for the state of Texas. We still hold them. We still hold the record for biggest attendance in Texas for an MLS match. Houston Dynamo hold that and it was over over 30,000 people. So until you guys pass us or break us or whatever, just fucking, you don't have anything. You don't have anything to stand on, man. So now yesterday, or today's Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there and to all the single folks, I'm sorry. But uh, Daddy, me, Daddy's got some, uh, some gifts to bring tonight to the, gosh, she's gorgeous. And amazing. She's just incredible. And I know you're thinking coming from the guy that makes soccer jokes that are twisted into rape jokes. How amazing can she be? Fucking amazing. Absolutely. And gorgeous. But about that, she also happens to drive me crazy because she doesn't text very fast. So I can't tell sometimes if she likes me or not. So yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm not starting the conversation today. And we've been dating now for a couple months. We've been out I don't know, probably 10 times. So I'm like, I'm not starting the conversation today. I don't hear from her till 5.30 p.m. last night. 5.30, my phone goes off, and I look at it, and it's from her. And she says, hey, this is unfortunate. Now, me being a man, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, what, what happened? What did I do? She talked to one of my exes, and I said, oh, what happened? Now, up until this point, I wasn't sure if I should buy flowers today. I was like, should I get her flowers? Should I buy flowers? Then I went to look at, you know, online delivery. And surprise, if you waited, you're not getting them delivered today. But she texts me, so this is unfortunate. And I said, what? What's the matter? What's wrong? She writes back, I miss you. And I went, oh man, I fucking really got to get flowers now. So I am pulling out all the stops, big old flowers. Um, I don't do that chocolate and teddy bear bullshit. I'm bringing her a book, a book that I read that'll have a cute little note in it because I'm sweet and that's how I roll. So yeah, now I have to buy flowers, but it's okay. She's pretty fucking amazing. So we signed a write-back. From Brazil, and uh, I'm a little excited about him, right? Considering Zarek Valentin is not a forward thinking player, considering Valentin is now on the wrong side of 30, right? I'm okay having a guy that can play the right or left back. So he was born May 16th, 1994, in Brazil, which I like. I like a lot. Started off in the Santos youth setup in 2006. Now with Santos, he'd go on for over four years to make 137 appearances and score four goals. Zecca is not a, um, he's actually scored six goals over the course of his career, but he's not a, a a massive goal scoring threat. He hasn't been in some time. In fact, he doesn't look like he's been, I mean, he's been a regular starter, but not at the A level since 2021. But I, I think we'll be fine. I I hope he's not the next, I hope he's not the Brazilian Bazama. That would kill me. But he made 15 league matches during his opening campaign. Um, 2015, he didn't get used a whole lot. He was loaned to Columbus. He was almost loaned to the Columbus crew. But he won his starting spot back, and he was a first team player. Scores his first professional goal in 2016. Spent time with International for three years, on loan at Bahia, one year at Vasco da Gama in the Brazilian B League. I think this is a good signing with some flair. I think he's got an opportunity to create. Something on the right wing, on the, excuse me, on the right, from the right back, from the right side we haven't had in years? And when's the last time we had a real attacking right back? I don't remember. I don't remember. I do not remember. So this also, the Zeka signing will allow Zarek to play center back. And I'm telling you right now, that right-sided center back position needs to be up in the air. You can blame Daniel Steris. You can blame Steve Clark. But one constant in poor defensive play last year to this year has been Tim Parker. And I think Teenage Debbie's spot is safe. But Zarek Valentin or Daniel Steris need to challenge Tim Parker. Because if Tim Parker doesn't get back to playing how he played before last season, he has no business in our lineup. Look at his stats. They have not been good. He's played poorly. He's been below average. He's been our worst defender. And that's the fucking truth. Go look it up. Where's Ian Hoffman? That's one I want to know. I'd like to see him out there, but maybe he's injured. I know he had COVID. Haven't seen him still. Zarek Valentin now moving to a squad player. Uh, that's, I think, where he should be at this point in his career. It's nothing on him. He's a great person. And he's a steady right back, but he's not going to give you anything going forward. So the match went uh, quite poorly. Quite poorly. But it's preseason, guys. It was cold. We looked very organized, very industrious, and very attacking up until Coco Kereskia got hurt. Uh, Obviously, this one mattered a bunch to Austin, even though it didn't matter at all in real life. I think that when Teenage Debbie comes back, uh, like I said before, that, that right center back spot, is the one we need to look at shoring up and figuring out amongst Parker, Steris, or Valentine who is going to play that right center back. Everything else, I mean, it looked looked all right, but you can see the depth is still not there. Uh, we put Seren in for Coco. That's not a like for like. Uh, at that point, it would have went to like a 4-3-3 with two defensive mids. But I, I think asking Seren... Or you you push Matias up and you leave Serena as a defensive mid. It just it didn't go well after that, you know. Quintero had an assist to the wrong team. The ball fell perfectly to Austin a couple times. It's not a big deal. It happens. Now we see. Okay, we still need this and we need that. Now we know what we need. It was a it was a shit show. It was a terrible terrible appearance coming off of a stretch where we. One, two and lost one. Where we beat Colorado, we drew with RSL, and we beat Phoenix Rising. So we come off of three matches where we don't lose at all, and then we lose in a match that doesn't count and also happen to be on television. And like I said, it was, it was awful, but it doesn't count. So there's no reason to be mad. Next week, we have Dallas. We have FC Dallas. And uh, I'm pretty excited to get after them a little bit. You know, they're going to get a little bit of what Austin FC got this week. Because it's good for my business, it's good for the show, it's good for the fans, it's good for the clubs to get a little bit of uh, energy back, right? If you don't see that, then you're wrong. This is These are two in-state teams that should be our rivals and these should matter. And if we're not talking about it and we're not going after them, then we're not doing our job as creators and as fans and supporters. But you know, overall... This preseason, it's been a good thing we've seen. We've seen Ferreira, and we see how well he can play. We've seen Corey Baird come back, and he's going to be fine in his footing again. It's all early. Fafa Pico started slow. He scored 11 goals. Corey Baird played four or five games. We have new players, once again, that need to mesh and gel and fit, and I think they will. There are people already asking for Nagamore to be fired, which is crazy. It's insane. We're in the fucking preseason, and we are asking for Paulo Nagamora to be fired. You have to have a little patience. Pat Onstad hasn't even been here a year. Ted Siegel hasn't even been here a year. Paulo Nagamora hasn't even been here for a whole preseason, and you guys are calling for his head. It's quite maniacal, as somebody would say. But there's nothing to get upset about. It's, it's a preseason loss that doesn't count. And Austin, you can celebrate and enjoy it, but it doesn't fucking matter and you've won nothing. Uh, you are a soft city, a sensitive fan base. You guys preach love and acceptance and all this shit, but you guys are real quick to twist things and tear people down. You know, just try to start shit where there's no shit to start and you're fucking sad. And uh, anytime, anytime you guys want to banter on Twitter, bring it on, that's all it is. Every time you retweet my stuff or mention me, all you're doing is fucking helping me. So all you big Austin accounts that did that, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'd mention you by name, but God, there's a lot. There's a lot of you that got into it with me this weekend, and I appreciate it. Thank you. You have no idea what that did for my bottom line on the show and my fucking social media. It was quite, quite impressive. You guys are the best. So that's been it, man. There's not not much to talk about today. It's also early. Coffee hasn't kicked in. And, uh, yeah, I mean, shitty weekend. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to practice. We're going to get better. And then we play Dallas next week, which there will be videos coming. There will be tweets made, Uh, and we'll see. Maybe I'll just take that original tweet about Brad Stuver and how we were going to penetrate him over and over and over again. And just reword it to Dallas and see how their fan base reacts. They probably won't even say anything. They're just, they're too busy doing Dallas stuff. Riding horses to the mall and teasing their hair until it's 80s size. But yep, talk a little shit, get it going. Um, I'm just doing what the Dynamo social media department should be doing. Creating some noise, creating a little stir, creating some excitement. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Houston Dynamo social media. Join in. Have fun. Anyway, that's been it. Houston Dynamo Podcast. Sorry for the short episode. I know it's uh, not a long one, but not much to talk about. So stay safe. Stay warm. Fuck Austin. And as always, Go Dynamo! is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Mubble Rodriguez again scoring goals left and right at least with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band Familiar with Failure for the introductory music. You can find them at fwftx on all social media platforms once again that's familiar with failure check them out badass band cool ass people